Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Ah, the media is excited that Pfizer is expected to ask for emergency youth uh, authorization for COVID-19 vaccine for children five and under. They're excited over at CNN. This is this is how fired up they are. They did a big breaking news pause because they couldn't believe it was actually true. They can run out and go get their kids vaccinated. Take a listen. Pfizer is expected to ask the FDA to authorize its COVID vaccine for children under five as early as today. CNN has just confirmed this, first reported by the Washington Post. So if emergency use authorization is granted, children as young as six months old could have access to a two-shot regimen by the end of this month. I want to bring in CNN chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Sanjay, this is welcome news for a lot of parents, but it's also a little bit quirky. Can you explain? Yeah, I, uh, it is a little bit quirky because you remember last year when we talked about this, end of last year, we thought maybe this was going to be sort of second quarter of this year. Back, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Fauci said this sort of authorization request may come within the next month. So that was the first time we sort of heard the, the maybe accelerated timeline. And now we hear that the, the request, at least for authorization, is imminent. Uh, it could happen really today, any day soon now. And if that happens, possibly by the end of the month. Uh, there could be an authorized vaccine for children under the age of five, which I know, Brianna, you've been thinking about a lot lately. A lot of parents out there have been. Um, I, I think there's, there's a couple things that have been going on here. One is that I want to show you the dosing, first of all. When you look at the dosing for children under the age of five, compare that with dosing for older people. They wanted to try lower doses, understandably, uh, for these young kids, and they wanted to get the right number of doses as well. What they found was that in six months to tw- uh, 24 months, two-year-old children, they seemed to have good immune response based on this dosing. It was two- to five-year-old children that they thought maybe, look, do we have to add another dose, a third dose? And that was originally what was sort of pushing the trials a little bit uh, later. Now, I think what they're basically saying is, why don't we go ahead and apply for the authorization for the two doses? We're continuing to get data on three doses. That data should probably be here by the end of March. And at that point, you know, you should have a lot of children already able to get access to the uh, to the vaccines. And then they'll determine later on whether a third dose is necessary. It's kind of what happened with adults as well, if you remember. So it seems like that's what the thinking is there. Lowest dose possible. Figure out the right number of doses. I love how they're like, this is really just like the adults. No, it's not, because there was no one out there saying you're going to need three shots to get some sort of effectiveness against COVID, which is exactly what they've just said is more than likely going to have to happen with the kids. So to say that's really like the adults, it is absolutely not like the adults. It's the farthest thing from it. It's not even close. 
Oh no, it really is. No, no, it's 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 really not. No, it is. It's just it's almost just like the adults, except it's not. Now, a quick reminder: if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto download button, and tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media, and if you would write us a five star review to help us. As Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now, while all this is happening, just so you know, Democrats are having to feel deal with the fallout of the woke leftists of of Hollywood getting busted not wearing a mask and breaking their own mask mandates, the Gavin Newsom, the governor. Last night on Hannity, Kellyanne Conway talked about Newsom being busted watching the football games not wearing his mask. And when you're not wearing that mask, what does that mean? Kaylee McEnany was also on Hannity talking about this as well. As they got busted, they got busted. These are the same people that want to vaccinate your children. They're not even following their own orders. Trust me. All right. There it is. But speaking as a mom, as a parent, I mean. Yes. But my daughter's dealing with this. That's the most aggravating thing. Sean, the, the, the toughest thing about this entire COVID debate as it rages on is really what we're doing to the children. I have four school age children, middle school and high school. And every day we wake up wondering if we're going to get an email. There is school. There isn't school. Stay home. Don't stay home. You're a close contact. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Do one or the other. Do both. And then they turn on the TV and they see hypocrisy. And it's not, you know, Gavin Newsom and Magic Johnson yesterday. I think it's funny because Gavin Newsom doesn't really understand that you're supposed to take the mask off if you're drinking, not lie about why you're not wearing a mask because you have been drinking. He mistakes that mandate completely. (laughs) And it wasn't just him at the French Laundry back in 2020 that caused that very righteous uproar about him locking down the whole state of California and going out and having a nice meal at a five-star restaurant with people not in his household. But what about, let's, let's review. Does everybody remember the mayor of Denver, the Democrat, who literally recorded a saying to constituents in Denver saying, please, shelter in place, don't have Thanksgiving with your loved ones, and then flew to Mississippi to join his wife and daughter for Thanksgiving. Um, rules for thee, not for me. Then my favorite, of course, was, uh, was the mayor who, the mayor of Austin, who recorded a video telling people not to go out or not, not to stay home. And he did it from Cabo San Lucas, where he had flown the night before. So these are, this is democratic hypocrisy. I think people understand it. The, the poll you quoted a while ago, Sean, before you had those wonderful truckers on, 70%, according to the Monmouth poll today, say that we probably just have to get used to living with COVID and get on with our lives. They are willing to, they are willing to get used to COVID. They're not willing to get used to Joe Biden and the way his team handles COVID. Um, his numbers are still upside down, scathing knives out piece on his HHS secretary today for, quote, not having health experience and not having much of a role, even though we're in a global pandemic. So people know this, they see that, and I think it's all reflected in the numbers. Well, Our kids, the mental health effects, the isolation, everything we're doing to them, that part bothers me the most. I, I just got to go back to something that, that Kellyanne Conway said there. You know, the toughest thing about this entire COVID debate as it rages on is that what we're doing to the children. And every day, these kids are waking up wondering if they're going to get an email. Is there school? Is there not school? Are you going to have to stay home? Are you not going to have to stay home? What about mask wearing? Close contact. Do we have to get vaccinated? And then they turn on the TV and they see hypocrisy. They see Gavin Newsom, Magic Johnson yesterday. 
without their masks on. And then, of course, Gavin Newsom's response is, well, the reason why I didn't have my mask on is I didn't want to be rude. You didn't want to be rude? You, that, that's your excuse. You didn't want to be rude. Really? That's, that's, that's how you're going to spin this. You just didn't want to be rude. That's it. Didn't want to be rude. Wow. So everybody else, you tell how to live their life. That's still totally appropriate. But you didn't want to be rude to other famous people like you. So you guys are different. Got it. Meanwhile, should you vaccinate your kids? Of course. Get ahead of it. Now, the two-shot the two regiment probably won't do anything for the kids. But you'll get that third one after we figure out if we can give your kid the third one. And then once we give you the third one, then it should give your kids some protection. So go ahead, guinea pig your children. Do it. Just guinea pig them. It'll be fine. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. You know it's going to be bad when CNN is saying behind the glamour of the Olympics are a lot of ugly truths that China wants you to ignore. Their words on CNN, and that's when you know it must be really bad. So why are we participating in the Olympics? Now this comes as there's been another warning FBI Director Ray said the scale of Chinese spying in the U.S. quote, blew me away. Joining me to talk about this is U.S. Senator for Tennessee, Bill Haggerty. Senator, I appreciate you coming on to talk about this. Uh, you look at what's going on right now in China, and, and let's talk broadly about the Olympics, first and foremost. Why are we participating in these games when we know the atrocities that are taking place? Even CNN is saying, don't look behind the curtain, because if you do, what you're going to see is a lot of ugly truths during the Beijing Winter Olympics. Well, I find myself in a rare position, Ben, of actually agreeing with what CNN says in this case. Now, you know, the Olympics are supposed to be a celebration of the human spirit, of peace, of cooperation. Yet the 2020 Winter Olympics are going to be hosted by China. This is a country that we have to remember has a Marxist-Leninist dictatorship in charge of it. And they're perpetrating ongoing genocide against the Uyghur Muslims there, other minorities there. They're committing major you know, human rights violations in Tibet. They've done so in Hong Kong. They've violated international agreements and treaties in Hong Kong as they moved there. They continue to threaten Taiwan and the South China Sea, the East China Sea. 
And as Director Ray mentioned, um, they are moving all over the world in an aggressive fashion to spy, to cheat, to compete unfairly. Uh, they are the greatest threat that I think the world sees on the stage in terms of moving toward uh, a dictatorship that would be you know, full of communist values and absolutely contrary to our own. Look, Japan demonstrated in the last Summer Olympics that you can put the Olympics off for a year. They can be restaged. We should have pushed pause on this thing. We should move the Olympics out of Beijing. We should have pressed the Biden administration, should have pressed the IOC, the International Olympics Committee, to do that. Uh, instead, the Biden administration believes that we can have, quote, managed competition with Beijing. What a naive perspective. Uh, it's basically for the, the Bidens, all, all carrot and no stick. That's not the way to deal with China. I've dealt with them for years. As you know, I was U.S. ambassador to Japan. Japan is where the United States has more military station, more strategic assets located than anywhere else in the world because we're dealing with China in that region. And we need to be dealing with this with wide open eyes. Uh, I hate it for our athletes the danger that they're subjected to physically. We've seen what happened to the tennis player over there in Beijing. In fact, the deputy director general of the Beijing Olympics has warned, and I'm going to read you a quote uh, because it was just so, so shocking. He's warned athletes that come there, they will get, quote, certain punishment for any behavior or speech that is against the Olympic spirit, especially against the Chinese laws and regulations. Well, if you speak against China, that basically means they're going to have carte blanche to, to punish you in any way they see fit. This is really not the type of environment we should be sending our athletes into. You, you have to wonder if China is looking for a fight uh, and just to see how weak other countries are, maybe not even just America with what you just referenced, that if any of these athletes speak out or put anything on their masks or, or have any political symbols, uh, that they're going to punish them. I mean, you're dealing with a trade war threats to an actual war in the South China Sea. See, you've got Hong Kong, uh, where Beijing quickly squashed those pro-democracy protests uh, and is now mounting pressure yes. on Taiwan, pushing for the self governing democracy to clearly fall under Beijing's control. And then there's widespread confirmed accusations. I wouldn't even call them allegations anymore of human rights abuses. And a lot of people, I don't even think realize how bad those human rights abuses are in China. Talk about that a little bit because it's, it's China has been accused of committing genocide uh, against an ethnic group population there and it seems to be going totally unreported by the mainstream media. It's amazing. I mean, they're, they're doing forced sterilization of the Uyghur population. You want to know where these solar, solar, um, solar cells are being manufactured? They're being manufactured in the Uyghur area, Xinjiang. Why? Because they can use cheap Uyghur labor to mine coal, dirty coal, to burn that to create very high temperatures, which are required to build these uh, silicon silicon wafers that go into solar panels. That's why China's been able to conquer the world in terms of solar panel manufacturing, using slave labor, using dirty coal. And here we are in America saying we need to get away from the oil and gas industry that we've made ourselves energy independent with. And let's put ourselves back at the back at the, uh, at the altar of China because they're the ones that are going to have to sell these solar panels. And by the way, solar panels manufactured with slave labor and coal. The whole thing is just you know, rife with hypocrisy. And the reason we don't hear anything about it is because China has a very heavy hand. They'll come back and they'll push against uh, American companies. Um, you know, you won't be able to, to televise your basketball games in China, big market, uh, if you do anything that's, uh, that's against us here. So you've got, you know, 
famous athletes more than happy to criticize situations in America that they're unhappy with. They won't say a word about what's happening in China. Yeah, you mentioned famous athletes. Let's start at the top with the NBA and LeBron James. And a lot of people, I think, need to understand context here. LeBron James makes a ton of money off of China. The NBA makes a ton of money off of China. They will defend genocide happening in China uh, and defend the people running the country that are in charge of this genocide uh, and sterilization of a, of a group of people, as you just described it, including slave labor, uh, that for many of their brands that they endorse and are wearing, uh, which is also, I think, very shocking uh, and, and yet they'll criticize the way of life in America, but they won't say anything about China. Uh, is there a certain point where we're going to have to acknowledge as a government that we've got to do more? And I say that to connect it to the FBI director, Christopher Ray said Tuesday on NBC Nightly News that when he learned how widespread the Chinese spying is in the U.S., it, quote, blew him away. Christopher Ray said when he became the FBI director, the sheer amount of Chinese spying to steal American technology was beyond a huge surprise. He said, this one just blew me away, and I'm not the kind of guy that uses that word blown away easily. We are opening a new China-related counterintelligence investigation. About every 12 hours, we probably have over 2,000 of those investigations. He continued, quote, there is no country that presents a broader, more severe threat to our innovation, our ideas, and our economic security than China does. I'm referring not to the Chinese people, not to the people of Chinese descent or heritage. What we're talking about here is a Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party, he added. Yes, that clarification is important. It's the Chinese Communist Party that's doing that. And not only are they doing it to us, they're doing it to their own people. They created special credit social scores where they can basically monitor folks. They want to be able to monitor all of their transactions, their financial transactions, so they can know exactly what people are spending their money on, where they're moving. Uh, they can have a tremendous amount of control with all their facial recognition technology. Uh, this is about control for totalitarian government. Now they're trying to exert that here in America, again, to steal our intellectual property. You know, I know Director Ray. Um, I've seen the exact same intelligences that, intelligence reports that he has. I just began to see them back in 2017 when I became U.S. ambassador in that region. Uh, it is shocking. It is absolutely shocking, the extent of it, the magnitude of it. And I think we're going to have a very difficult time dealing with it when you have a president like Joe Biden, whose son has been directly involved with the Chinese government and enriched in a huge way uh, and through his business dealings, uh, these are leaving questions that many, many, many of us, I uh, think, need to be answered because it really raises the question of whether President Biden can deal with China in an unbiased manner or whether he has a conflict of interest, a very big conflict of interest in trying to deal with them. Your fellow senator from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, has said it's time for a special counsel to investigate the Biden ties to China. There have been accusations that China is basically allowed, being allowed to run circles around us. Uh, And this comes as this new book has come out saying that 23 former U.S. senators and congressmen who lobbied for, who have been lobbying for Chinese military or Chinese intelligence-linked companies, uh, this includes people like former Senator Lott, uh, Lieberman, uh, former Speaker of the House John Boehner, the list of Republicans and Democrats cashing in on this money, uh, it is pretty shocking to me. Are, 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 how many lawmakers said, forget it, I'll go work and make money off these connections to China, uh, not looking at the long-term interests in the U.S.? And should this be looked at and investigated? This includes former Republican Speaker of the House John Boehner. Well, um, I'm, I'm fully aware of what happened when Hunter Biden's uh, story broke in the New York Post, and it was silenced by all of these large media companies. 
there are many opportunities that um, we've seen to talk about the Biden's deep connection to China, also to Russia, to, to Ukraine. Uh, all, all of that's been silenced in the media, and the, you know, the, the goal seems to be to look the other direction. Uh, you talk about the big guy and what his cut's going to be. Again, no investigation of that so far. We need to get to the bottom of that. This is a real smoking gun about uh, the Biden family's conflict of interest at the highest level. Uh, with respect to a new book that's out, I've not yet seen that, but I can say this. Um, you know, China will try any means possible to exert its influence. Uh, it doesn't care about our laws. It doesn't care about anything except gaining control whether it's uh, utilizing you know, former politicians to, to achieve their objectives or using technology. You know, they've tried to use Huawei uh, as an entry point with the new 5G backbone. We blocked that here in America, but they would have liked to have had their technology running the backbone of our entire Internet infrastructure with our energy system connected to it, with our autonomous vehicles connected to it, with all of our information flowing over it. Can you imagine what sort of backdoors might exist there where they could turn off our energy grid or you know, it, it consume any amount of information that they like to. It's uh, it's really frightening and something we really need to stand up to with clear eyes. You know, it's very clear that America is in serious danger, not not, not just, uh, I think, economically, uh, but also with you mentioned technology. But even look at things as simple as you guys were giving out masks to wear with COVID on the floor of the House, the Senate and your staffers. And they came with a Chinese star inside the packet. If, I mean, it's almost like we've just we've we've basically just given up saying we can't live our life without China and we don't even try to. I mean, this is Congress. You really want to have a product you're giving out that has a Chinese communist star on it? Yes, it's it's just shocking when you think about it, Ben. The, the Chinese did everything they could to cover up the origins of, of the COVID-19 pandemic. We all know, you know, the, the origin location, Wuhan. Uh, as soon as someone tried to propose that perhaps it might have come from the lab there, but they were completely silenced here in America. You know, prominent scientists here uh, shut that down. It turns out later we find out that they've got uh, major economic ties and grants going back and forth with the same labs that would have been under scrutiny. Uh, China destroyed samples. They silenced the researchers. They, you know, completely whitewashed everything, and they made it next to impossible for us to get any evidence, any information about the origins of the, of the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And, you know, it certainly makes it look very, very uh, – it's very, very concerning uh, what they've done and the fact that they've covered it up. So you think about the likelihood of this virus originating in China. You think, even think about this, Ben. We've talked about this before. But China knew something before the rest of the world because they halted internal air flights between Wuhan, China, and, say, Beijing, Shanghai. No domestic flights were allowed out of Wuhan, but they continued to allow international flights. Uh, that is extremely concerning, yet they've not been held to account. Uh, we've pressed hard on the Biden administration to step up and do something about this. Um, it's been you know, just talking to the crickets. And as you say, we're still waiting for PPE to come in from China. We don't have test kits here. We don't have therapies here. The Biden administration, you know, in March, jammed through the so-called pandemic relief bill, $1.9 trillion of new money into the economy. They're much more concerned about you know, flowing money to, to certain groups than they were about doing something about the pandemic, because when this Omicron uh, wave hit us here, they were caught completely flat-footed again. You remember the lines, you, you, the shelves were empty in the pharmacies for test kits, and um, we, don't, we don't have the ability to get uh, therapies that had already been designed, but therapies were not in place, and many, many people suffered that should never have suffered. Last question, because I know you got to run, but I, this is an important one, and it deals with censorship yet again. You and I talked about this almost a year ago at CPAC 
about conservatives being silenced and anyone that disagrees with with you know the administration's line especially with covid being silenced and shut down um we now are seeing that joe rogan who's the number one podcaster in america uh, there are people that are pulling their music for Spotify. The White House is now basically demanding that he be censored, that Spotify be in trouble for a guy who just asked questions and gave people a platform to have a real conversation and debate uh, about COVID-19. And they're now trying to destroy his entire career. And, and the White House is advocating for censoring him, silencing him. Are we moving any closer to, to stopping this insanity, because at some point there's no longer going to be guys like me that you can even go on a show to talk to if we keep losing as quickly as we are just from one year ago. Yeah, it's, it's really frightening. And the vehicle that they can use to do it is certainly with these large tech platforms. And you and I talked about the legislation I put forward that would do away with Section 230. And it would regulate these large tech platforms like utilities requiring non-discriminatory access, the same way you require non-discriminatory access to your phone system, uh, to, a, to an old telegraph system. Um, you know, we, have, we have some support on this bill, but we haven't had enough yet, enough Democrats to step up and, and help us move it through. But the hypocrisy that we're seeing here, where we've had more confusion coming out of the CDC and the so-called um, public health bureaucracy, I mean, that's the source of the confusion. And someone like Joe Rogan asked questions trying to get to the bottom of it. Well, uh, you know, they just can't tolerate that. And you have, you know, former celebrities, I'll be kind, uh, former celebrities uh, trying to, to get some headlines for themselves, I guess, and, and somehow high road Joe Rogan by demanding that Spotify take the music off. You know, Spotify is a business. They can do what they need to do, but I don't think there's any way that they should be caving to the demands of, you know, some, some um, I, I don't know a polite way to say it, but, you know, some, some former uh, some former musician stars and uh, the White House has proven itself completely not credible in terms of managing the communications around this. It's sad. Senator, I appreciate your time as we just got uh, shocking news. China is set to impose new restrictions on online religious content that will essentially outlaw evangelical scripture just days after the games conclude, according to Christian persecution watchdog China Aid has just announced that. So they're still cracking down in China right now. But don't worry, they'll wait till right after the Olympics for this new news to take effect of silencing Christians. Senator, I appreciate your time. We'll have and you back again. Yeah. Go ahead. And meanwhile, they'll, they'll use the Olympics as the biggest whitewash um, op- operation that you'll ever see. The Olympics are going to make China look great, and we're supporting that. It's a propaganda vehicle of massive proportions, and we handed it right to them. International propaganda is what is a great way to put it. You're absolutely right. Senator, thank you, sir. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, man. Always great to be with you. I hope every one of you will take this podcast, share it, so that others can literally hear and dissect what we just did and explain what we're up against in this country right now. Please hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day, and I will see you back here tomorrow. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. 
Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.